Good evening, ghouls and goblins. All right, then. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> this is uh, uh, technically, I guess, the Unscripted Gaming uh, Halloween special. Uh, my name is Mike. Uh, I'm joined by, by Ray. Hello, Ray. Hello. Uh, good evening to you, uh, ghouls and gals. Yeah, That's we'll right. go with that. It's <laughs> that time of year. Spooky stuff is running rampant. I opened a, a bar of candy the other day, and I found Thursday Night Football inside it. Uh, so, gotta watch out there, folks. I think I actually um, might read the football SCP that me and you found. I like it. I'm gonna add that to my list. I like list. that. Uh, yeah, and Ray, Ray got Gray, uh, brought it. We had such a hoot. A heckin' great time talking about those SCPs last year. We thought we'd bring it back for another Halloween thing, because, again, we don't do a lot of, like, spooky-adjacent stuff on here, but I always love dipping in here, because both these, these are both... SCPs, I think, really just check a lot of boxes for me, because it's, like, all sorts of different genre of horror within a larger, broader context of bureaucratic management that is... Mm -hmm. Oh, sad and horrifying way to to experience the world around you, uh, you know. Also, if you want to play SCP: The Video Game, uh, Control will do you one solid. Uh, it is just SCP: The Video Game, and it's great. And I loved it. And I was sad I didn't know that beforehand. That's on me for not paying attention to their marketing. But that really is on you. How did everybody it, knew that? We all we all knew that. I literally had no idea. I thought like, oh, cool, it's a game where you shoot guns at things. Third person. There's not a lot of those that exist. Aren't they making a new Alan Wake? Oh, I, I could, I yeah, and it's tied to the Alan Wake uh, story. They don't really tell yeah. you that, but it's super loosely inferred. Apparently, they just straight up say that in the DLC. But I'm not one that plays mm -hmm. a lot of game DLCs. But either way, I uh yeah. I might need to go back and play that because now I like get the references. I'm like, oh, it's ripping off Twin Peaks. And yeah, I yeah. Get that reference now. I, I know yeah. I keep saying that, and I apologize to you specifically, Mike. I keep saying okay. I will watch Twin Peaks season three. You know, but, but then something better comes along, like yeah. Andor, which we 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 will have to do a perhaps Creed got. I don't even that. know how long how we could do a podcast. I have so many things to say. <laughs> Finally, we'll a meal. <laughs> a meal. A proper meal after months of gruel and dirt being piped into my body. <laughs> In a desert where your only meal is sometimes the regular protein ration. Sand and a crate dragon bone. That's, That's all good. you get. That's pretty good. Thank you. But um, then you, you come across the blue milk of salvation. <laughs> <All right. laughs> no, oh gosh, no. It rocks. How did we go from blue milk to... Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, you know, wait, no, uh, I did see a tweet that was like, white people be loving to ask people to watch Twin Peaks. And I was like... Okay, you don't need to call me out that hard. But I, yeah. I think I sent that to you. Uh, you well, I think you probably did. Or it was the kind of thing where, like, we both saw it. Yeah, that, our that might have been Our timelines are, like, very similar now. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, 
I send you a tweet and you're like, oh, I saw that. And I send you and you send me a tweet. And I'm like, oh, I saw that. Uh, yeah. Just, so it's just, you probably like saw it and like just knew that psychically <laughs> you sent it to me. I don't know if you actually did that. I probably just, didn't. I'm like, I should send this to Mike. Then I I forgot for whatever reason, and here we are. Mike's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just that was just you know just I don't need to be like fucking headshotted like that. But, <laughs> uh, the return is very good. Also, the book. The, the book, book is Twin, good. Twin Peaks, the book. There's a book that kind of bridges the series to the return and has a lot of other good stuff and has actually some, you know, it, for a twin, you don't go into a Twin Peaks book. Expect, well, if you don't, it was just, I did not expect to have like a pretty interesting reflection on like my being raised Catholic in the mm -hmm. Twin Peaks book and like a oh maybe that's why I kind of like all this stuff huh mm -hmm. I was just like Inter I just did not see it coming but it just it fits so well into like Ooh, the book a, and like that it's a meaty book too 386 oh, pages yeah. it, it's really cool like I have it if you want to borrow it sometime Next I may have to borrow visiting, that might, yeah one day if when you, we visit, uh, well, I might have to borrow that. It's what uh, I will say that the book is definitely better than season two. W what isn't, honestly? Uh, I have opinions on, on season two. For, for those it's that don't know, largely bad. Yeah, yeah. Season two <laughs> is the reason why. Like when a dead uh, guy shows up in a giant chest piece, you're like, "What are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going?" <laughs> There was there was a lot of experimentation in season two. Okay, well, we let me just probably... put on this other disguise that's incredibly obvious. I love those funny. disguises. They're great. They're good. What was hey. the name of the girl? The the short haired one that was always getting in trouble. Arbery. Uh, Audrey. 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 Audrey's a vibe. Is she. Mm. Audrey's she a whole ass a mood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> We can't. We can't turn this into Twin Peaks. I'm sorry. I, I really. I you walked into this, and I just. I did. This. this is. I, uh, you know, it's like kind of. Oh, because you know, I got here because it's like kind of like Alan Wake, which yeah. is kind of like controlled. It's kind of like the SCP stuff, which is how we actually are supposed to get here. So, uh, we picked out a couple SCPs. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> for those who don't know, I guess. Uh, the SCP Foundation stands for Secure, Contain, uh, Protect. It's basically a large community creative prompt for, like, a government bureaucracy and or agency tracked with categorizing, containing, question mark, and interacting with uh, the abnormal of yep. all sorts of genre and type. We should talk about real quick, just to get it out of the way, SCP, the acronym, stands for Secure, Contain, Protect. And it's a secret CIA slash FBI organization, alphabet organization, run by the USA, which is internationally uh, based. And they... As Mike was eloquently saying, they just look it's for It's like, what if anomalies. DARPA captured a unicorn? Yeah, that's a pretty how good would they, way to How put would they it. do that? 
they what, were, were they, they, what were they what would the what would the meeting notes look like? They would branch off into a whole nother unit and then they like keep doing it because and then they keep it secret for forever under penalty of like ag uh um, uh whatever they use to wipe their memory. Or uh death. They might kill you. They typically capture you, but they might kill you. It's fun. It's fun little uh, short stories that are just written by people, and you have to submit it for approval into the website, the SCP Foundation, and people will vote on it, and it has to get a certain amount of votes before it's actually on the main site. You can't just over there fat finger your really stupid uh, creepypasta in there. They're probably going to shoot it down. And they'll judge you harshly for it, by the way. I haven't done that yet, but I've read some bad SCPs, and uh, those are also a whole genre in and of themselves. But... Uh, Mike, I believe, uh, I think last time I went first, you should go first with one of your SCPs. Sure. Well, uh, one of them I have picked out here. I've got a couple. Let me go bring them over here. <clears throat> Each of these have a little bit of a designation. So this is item number SCP-785. It's a Keter class. <clears throat> SCP, what was that number one more time? 785. If you want 785. To follow, just follow along for the folks at home here. Thank you very much. Uh, special containment procedures. Uh, if periodic global searches of governmental records report the registration of any restaurant with the phrase Uncle, Uncle Redacted's Redacted Redacted <laughs> in its title, a containment breach is to be reported to both the supervisor, supervising researcher, researcher of 785 and the leader of Mobile Task Force Beta 3. MTF Beta 3 is to secure the restaurant uh, and prevent any civilians from entering or exiting. Following the lockdown of the immediate area, a 5-kilometer radius quarantine is to be constructed around 785. All civilians inside the quarantine are to be interviewed and administered Class A or B uh, amnesthetics on a case-by-case -case basis. The restaurant owner and all individuals knowledgeable about 785 or its origins will be personally interviewed by the overseeing Level 4 researcher. Following the interview process, the Foundation is to ensure that all media reports will have the restaurant name of 785 altered. Now this is now to be clear here. I've said 785. The restaurant itself here is 785-2. Mm -hmm. The name is 785-1. Ooh. Further okay. information to come here. So just want to. All right, all right, all right. We're we're in the prep stage. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Due to the extensive amount of time required in resolving SCP-785 containment breach, it is advised that standard cover story 12 gas leak be deployed. <laughs> Only the current leader of uh, of the uh, mobile task force and the overseeing researcher of 785 are to know the full title of 785-1. During containment operations, all operatives must have equipment possessing real-time sensory modification software that prevents them from either reading or hearing the full title. If either individual is suspected of leaking... 785-1, an immediate interrogation is to be conducted. For purposes of experimentation, one instance of 785-2 is to be contained inside Site-23. Only D-Class personnel are permitted to interact with it. Hmm. So. What is this thing? Okay. <clears throat> 
Description. 785 comprises any restaurant with a name containing the phrase Uncle Redacted's Redacted Redacted. Uh, I guess I don't... It's it's all black bars past the uncle. I'm sorry, just... I'm in a bad headspace, and by bad, I mean hilarious. Because of some TikToks you sent me, I'm just seeing Uncle Ruckus's (laughs) very bad words here, and it's taking all the scariness out of this SCP. Well, well, well. (laughs) I cannot say anything else. Exactly. (laughs) Neither of us can say another word. (laughs) It just ends there. You Anyways, the, please, you hear the tuba. But please, like is that a tuba or is it a, it's a uh, sousaphone, oboe? I think it's a sousaphone. That's right. You told me that last time. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I, with the SCP, yeah. the restaurant name is designated seventy-five-one. The restaurant itself is seven eighty-five-two. Propagation of 785's effects will begin if 785-1 is mentioned during conversation in a large public area, such as a movie theater or sports arena. Within one to six months after this occurs, an individual who had been present at location where initial seating was performed will establish an instance of 785-2. It will be located within a half kilometer of the location where 785-1 was first mentioned. Personnel, preference, and ethnicity of the founder influences the resulting instance of 785-2, allowing for a wide range of possible restaurants. Following initial seating, a separate founder will not create a new instance of 785-2 unless all previously existing and publicly known instances have been shut down. Hmm. Left unchecked, the popularity of 785-2 will grow unusually quickly. The Foundation has never observed fewer than 14 new instances within 9 months. The spread of 785-2 is not limited to its home city. When first discovered, redacted instances of 785-2 were found in 3 separate cities. The effects of 785 will manifest annually on the first Friday of May when 785-2 will advertise a spring special. All customers and employees of any existing instances of 785-2 will be affected. Starting between 1600 and and 1830 hours, any customer who had previously consumed any of SCP-785-2's B4Bread during that particular particular day, designated Group A, will report to 785-2. Customers physically unable to report are exempt from 785-2's effects. Staff will proceed to stab the members of Group A 12 times, always using a bronze-tipped sphere coated with data expunged. (laughs) All materials save the data expunged can be found in a typical chain restaurant. After all members of Group A have expired, employees will place their bodies on the floor. They will then turn off all appliances and produce six polyvinyl chloride basins of water, PVC. Uh, All customers still living, designated Group B, will be issued a large knife, which is invariably composed of bronze and a redacted compound. Hmm. Using only their knives in their hands, all members of Group B will begin to consume the bodies of Group A. Every 30 minutes, they will wash their hands using the PVC basins. The meal will last for three hours until all basins have been used. Group B will return to their homes after the meal is finished. 
Employees will burn the remains of Group A using the same uh, data expunged mixture used previously. After the completion of all activity, members of Group B will behave normally. Most members have a somewhat inaccurate recollection, recollection of the evening's events. Customer reviews have skyrocketed after this event. Oh. Addendum 785A. Despite the Foundation's best efforts to remove 785-1 from public knowledge, again, the name of the restaurant, which starts the whole cycle here, yeah. instances of 785-2 continue to arise. It appears to be impossible to apprehend all civilians who unwittingly spread 785-1. Furthermore, the possibility of a deliberate third-party propagation of 785-1 cannot be eliminated. So the name is what invokes the SCP? Just knowing the name of the restaurant? Yeah, and then one to six months later, a restaurant opens. And, and then by the time the 1st of May comes around, the first Friday of May, that's when, like, the ritual thing happens. And presumably this would keep spreading and happening if... Well, I, well it's, I think they says it says here... Uh, you know, if left unchecked, the popularity will grow quickly. The foundation has never observed fewer than 14 new instances within nine months. So, interesting. Seems, you know, very hard to, again, like, I love the kind of, like, weird viral nature of it. And mm -hmm. the... Co cognito hazards were just knowing about it is the danger. Yeah. Yeah, those are fun. They're also kind of the spookiest for people that have anxiety. Like, that's the ultimate type of, like, spooky story. Telling someone, once I tell you this information, that's the danger. The knowledge is the horror. Yeah. Have you ever seen It Follows? Why does that sound familiar? I'm typing It's a it horror up. movie. 2014 the... horror film? Yeah. No, I've not seen this one. Oh, you see, this it, this is going to sound stupid if, when, if you have... So if you've seen this movie and I, this analogy is like doesn't make any sense, I apologize, but mm -hmm. to our listeners out there, but this this almost this restaurant one kind of sounds it kind of reminds you of it falls sometimes where it's like you something happens and then you become entangled in this. Basically, it follows is like there's a month there's like a thing that will constant is constantly chasing you and will kill you. If it mm -hmm. catches you, and the way to get rid of it is to have sex with somebody, and then it will go after them. And and it, presumably you can keep passing it down the line, but mm -hmm. eventually it will always work its way back to you, probably, because when it kills somebody, it goes back to the next person in the line. And this this like the weird viral nature of that kind of reminded me of this. This SCP kind of reminded me of that movie, which That's is a, little, a bit of a weird, like, kind of just wear protection, folks, you know. Oh, yeah. I, when I looked it up, it kind of gave away the game. It said, yeah, this movie is an allegory for STDs. It's like, oh, yeah. All right, then. <laughs> it's like very, very subtle. Allegor very subtle. Uh, <laughs> very good. Disaster Piece did the music for it. It's a very fun soundtrack. Uh, okay. So, fun movie. We're checking out. 
I'm gonna let you pick my one. Uh, do you want the spooky one, the goofy one, or the mid one? Give me the... Give me the... Give me the goofy one. Goofy save one. Save the spooky one for the for later, yeah. Okay. Uh, goofy one it is... That would be... Oh, the goofy one was the one I was just looking at. Uh... That is the foot. Yeah, uh, blindfold at all times. Yep, SCP-1291. That is a object, that is a Euclid class SCP. So, let me get down to, um, right down to it. SCP-1291 is to be a contained, empty, class four uh, refrigeration unit. Uh, SCP-1291 is to be restrained by a thermally insulated wheelchair to prevent injury. SCP-1291 is to wear a blindfold at all times. Personnel interacting with SCP-1291 are under no circumstances to make direct skin-to-skin -skin contact. In the event of an accidental direct contact, affected personnel may request termination. <laughs> um, here. Spoiler alert, they don't have to request anything. <laughs> <laughs> Binding maintenance each week of the NCAA Division One football subdivision. <laughs> Good uh, lord. You asked ask for the goofy one. SCP-1291 is to be taken to a specially prepared stadium box at the Harris Teeter Stadium Harris in Teeter. <laughs> Stadium at Mississippi River College to watch the football game. The moccasins play. No civilians are allowed to come into contact with SCP-1291, or any of that recognize it will be turned away. The Mississippi River College moccasins are under no circumstances allowed to be at the BCS Bowl or to ever leave the NCAA Division I. <laughs> the Foundation has arranged with the college to ensure the moccasins maintain a safe level of performance. Wow, that's, oh, that's why. That's why they're bad, okay. The, phys <laughs> the physical safety of SCP-1291 must be ensured. Violations of these procedures strengthen SCP-1291's anomalous effects and are therefore to be avoided at all costs. Just to do a little table talk, that's what I love about SCPs, because sometimes they're just like weird conspiracy theories. They're like, this is why this team never wins. It must be some Very curse. Like, yeah, thinly veiled. There's... Uh, yeah. And it's like, it's not just a curse, it's this also is, a government-enforced curse. This is a, a desperate fan. This is cope, is what this is. So, as opposed to fan, SCP-1291 is a Caucasian male with graying blonde hair of approximately 40 years of age, apparently possessed by an entity of unknown nature, designated SCP-1291-1. 1291 is wheelchair-bound, wheelchair uh, but... Records show that SCP-1291 stood at 184 centimeters tall uh, prior to growing, uh, I'm sorry, gaining uh, anomalous properties. The eye color of SCP-1291 is unknown as cameras cannot focus on its eyes in frame and looking at them directly exposes the viewer to SCP-1291's uh, deleterious mental effects. I love that because it's always a fun little like hand-wavy explanation like, why can't we know it? Listen, looking into its eyes counts, and if you look into a camera that's looking at its eyes, that also counts. Stop asking questions. SCP-1291 is capable of vocalization and movement. 
and has so far uh, not demonstrated any ability to speak coherently, cannot walk, and frequently makes attempts to move in ways not anatomically possible in the human body, necessitating its restraint. SCP-1291 has not demonstrated physical strength above human levels. SCP-1291 has a body temperature of 155 degrees Celsius and does not need to eat, drink, or breathe. Physical contact with SCP-1291 is universally fatal within a week. Um, that's why they said uh, termination is optional. No, it's mandatory if you touch it. Um, it causes rapid growth of cancerous tumors throughout the body. Uh, yeah, mm, yeah, mm, mm, mm. D don't touch it. Uh, contained exposure of SCP-1291 results in full sensory hallucinations and increasingly disorganized thought and speech patterns developing within about 48 hours of exposure. By 96 hours of exposure, all subjects tested so far have been rendered comatose. Their symptoms do not fade with time. Making eye contact with SCP-1291 causes immediate catatonia. Uh, you know, you're just, you're out, you're out for the count, ladies and gentlemen, you're a vegetable. Um, if binding maintenance procedures are not followed, the body of SCP-1291 will begin to degrade. Patches of SCP-1291 skin garner similar properties to its eyes, and its body temperature rises significantly. Additionally, ashes start to materialize in observed source, uh, surfaces on its expanding area. It is believed that this represents a weakening effects of SCP-1291-1 contained within SCP-1291. These effects gradually diminish back to the baseline when the proper procedure is restored. Prior to containment, SCP-1291 was Roy Wilson, had a name. They were the head coach of the Mississippi River College football team. Uh, background research suggests that Mr. Wilson had a Serpent's Hands connections, though he was likely not a member. It is believed he attempted to summon SCP-1291-1 to improve Mississippi College Moccasin's performance at football. <laughs> to date, SCP-1291 has not acted in a way to affect the Moccasin's performance or, or their opponents. As an addendum, attempts to abolish the BCS system for the college football also seems to induce a degraded state of SCP-1291. Uh-oh. Continue. <laughs> Do you Continue. know it's definitely not a thing anymore? Oh, the BCS. The it's B loose! <laughs> Continuation of the BCS system is therefore designated part of the binding maintenance of SCP-1291. Addendum 2. Uh -oh. re recover documents from the Journal of Roy Wilson. Now, I won't read these documents, but basically, if you haven't caught on, this head football coach uh, for the Moccasins was so ticked off at his team's really bad performance in football that he made a deal with an actual demon uh, from a cult and if the team wins, uh, hell actually freezes over. And he becomes the demon, and hell rises to Earth. So their sole purpose for keeping this football team from never winning is to prevent hell on Earth. <laughs> and that's what I love. That, that It's so silly and stupid. I love it. <laughs> it's also, you know, that, you know if a coach could do that. A thousand percent. There, there, there are a couple coaches who Absolutely. are like. I mean, Tom this Brady, Bobby Petrino, to me. If you know, Tom, you know. 
Tom Brady just said a couple days ago, he compared uh, his football season to military deployment. So you know, when you get hit in the head too many times while playing football, you lose the piece of the reasoning side of your brain that says, maybe don't say that out loud. I should do one of these about Mississippi State and that they get to have everyone walks into there with like two fucking cowbells and they go clanga, 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 clanga the whole time because if they ever stop it, uh, a a dragon comes out of the stadium and kills everybody or something. Anna went to Mississippi State. She would love this analogy. <laughs> she does have a cowboy. Does she know about the clanga clanga? She, uh, absolutely. She'd been to a couple football games. Her her dad was a professor at the... It, yeah, he just retired. Was a professor for uh That is too funny. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to, you'll have to run this fire and be like, Anna, you'll never guess what we talked about today on the podcast. <laughs> Ding 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 ding. The the, the the powers of the Clanga Clanga to keep hell at bay. This is kind of an aside, but there was a point where the uh, college football authorities, as it were, tried to take that away because it's really stupidly it's loud. So loud. <laughs> and um, people would still find ways to just sneak them in the stadium, like in mass. And so they just took away the rule because it's one of those like unenforceable rules. If you can't keep alcohol out of the hands of, like, the underage kids, you're definitely not keeping the cowbell away. Imagine if we could be truly become ungovernable about <laughs> things that weren't just having Klanga at, uh, after lose and then losing to Alabama by, like, 50 points or something. <laughs> just kidding. What if we could do that about Steve things roll. that mattered? Yeah, crazy. thank you. Thank you. What if, what if people actually put forth the effort? Mm, that would be the dream, wouldn't it? Klanga, okay. Klanga, Klanga, Klanga. <laughs> But until then, <laughs> cowbell. <laughs> See, that's the fun part about the SCP podcast. You never know. You never know what we're going to get into. Apparently Ooh, cowbell. Every time. The, the bulldogs. Okay, it's your turn. Okay, that was a good one. I really liked that one. Just uh, No, thank you. Again, just also very, you know, some of these SCPs are stupid. And, like, yeah. so like that's, that's dumb. But, like... If a college football coach could sell, to could sell off Earth to to win win the big game, they absolutely would. Especially with this the this name, image, and likeness money that's flying around these days, absolutely they would do it. He wouldn't think twice about it. Nope, not a bit. <laughs> he would join the cult, find a way to summon a demon to to, to possess his body. And as long as they win, it's all been worth it. Like I love the description also, like, hey, they're starting to get close and his skin starts becoming ashen and glowing mm-hmm. hot in the flames. It's like, uh-oh, what's happening? Do whatever you need to do to make the other team bad. I love it. Anyways, I'm sorry. You should pick it up. It's so good. So this, uh, this next one, again, this one is, like, kind of long, so I won't read the whole thing here, but the premise of it I think is really interesting. Okay. Um... <clears throat> this is item 7034. This is a level 3 uh, Keter class. Ooh. Notice, 7034's uh, description is solely sourced from an account of senior researcher Richard Batiglia. Uh, the file will be updated accordingly upon foundation access to SCP-7034. Special Containment Procedures The exit ramp purportedly leading to SCP-7034 has been temporarily barred from public access for Foundation assessment. Further action is pending discovery of a conclusive entrance to SCP-7034 or lack thereof. 
Foundation is conducting an ongoing appraisal of the United States interstate highway system in an attempt to discern potential access points to 7034. If necessary, efforts may, ex may expand to be global in scope. Information regarding missing, missing persons cases related to United States interstate highway systems is to be suppressed. Okay, so what is it? Description. 7034 is an extra-dimensional space of indeterminate length, unverified composition, and unknown features. According to the sole account of 7034, the space resembles a controlled access interstate highway. It contains a single stretch of paved road featuring eight lanes cordoned by guardrails on each side. Other features, including those present beyond the guardrailing, are indiscernible due to a heavy smog that lays over the area. Electronic signals such as cellular service or internet access are apparently impeded inside of 7034. Mm. 7034 is highly congested with traffic, with all lanes occupied by vehicles of various makes and models. The length of this congestion, including its endpoint, is unknown. Attempts to identify these vehicles via license plate numbers have been met with varying, varying degrees of success. A number of automobiles aligned with missing persons reports, though some are geographically disparate from the supposed access point to 7034. The means by which 7034 can be accessed remain unclear. The Foundation became aware of 7034 following the dis disappearance of senior researcher Richard Battiglia, uh, who entered SCP-7034 after emerging from a tunnel while commuting on Interstate Highway I-85 on December 3, 2022. Uh, Battiglia established contact with the Foundation several hours into the congestion, suspecting that he was experiencing an anomaly. And the rest of this SCP is mm -hmm. our transmissions from Richard here. Uh, the following are transcripts of recordings sent from Richard to the Foundation via an emergency use one-way communicator, a paratechnical device issued to select personnel in the event that traditional communication is impossible. So it is the one-way communication of... Um, this senior researcher who is uh, seemingly trapped on, in a highway traffic that you cannot leave. Interesting. So it's like permanently you're stuck in traffic. Yes, and eventually... Ah, the true hell! <laughs> yeah, and eventually they like... It's like a lot of people like... It's just like, boy, I've been in traffic for 10 hours and then he's like I got out of my car and slept in the back seat oh it felt nice to stretch out and then it like uh and then it, it goes places and they like you know people work together and do some interesting things uh and try to try to figure like try to figure out how to leave if that's possible or what's happening it's really it's really interesting and i thought really well written little short story and interesting method as it's like again it's like one-way communication he can't get anything uh anything back so um really they can always talk out but nothing ever penetrates that like spatial anomaly yeah 
it's uh it's really good um interesting yeah that, that also uh that's one of those scps that i bet someone was just like stuck in traffic and decided to write a whole small short story about yeah it. exactly it's like sometimes you can see there's like it's really interesting like the things that happen in our life that's like there's no way this there has to be some sort of explanatory bullshit that this can't just be just the way this is. Something made this this way, or this is some malevolent force that's been, it's just, there has to be an explanation. And that's the real secret horror of behind the SCP is that there's not an explanation for any of this. I, I, I love some of the SCPs that are like, yeah, we're aware of it. It's there. Mm -hmm. We just keep other human beings away from it. Because yeah. uh, it'll hurt them. <laughs> Well, and this one ends with a really, you know, further communication was not received until December 17th, a week following uh, Battaglia's last message. These final transmissions, 20 in total, were unable to be transcribed, as all consisted of feedback, heavy distortion, the sound of horns, and screaming. A total of 83,000... Uh, a total of 83,000 unexplained disappearances have been linked to the United States Interstate Highway System. Hmm. Awesome. So that is a again too long to kind of transcribe all of it, but I, I think the premise of that is really was like really spooky and was interesting. So uh, I think that is a yeah. Now, I really liked this one. I thought it was very cool. By uh, this one was written by Jay Dune. Oh, um, nice. And uh, uh, I believe. I believe, before I uh, say my next one, now if you're watching the video, you'll probably see a picture of this next one. Um, Mike, I'm going to send you a picture in chat. Mm -hmm. And the next SCP I'll read, I'll go ahead and go into Spooky Monster. How about that? Uh, this is SCP-3199. And so here's a picture of what, mm -hmm. what they look like. Sometimes they have images to go with that. Said send. There you go. Oh, he got that dump truck. Damn. <laughs> hey, buddy, how you doing? So this SCP is called Humans Refuted. Um, this was written a while ago. I guess we should put their names here for the people that write this. He's uh, this kind of kicked up though. I mean, look at him. Got that dump truck back. He really does. Holy Ready to go. Moly. Uh, this is written by KFC Ducks, uh, Sucks, I'm sorry. KFC Sucks with three explanation points. <laughs> I, too, SCP prefer Popeyes. SCP more like BBL. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yes. Sorry, sorry. No, you're not. to delete it. I'm sorry. Uh, what, it's appearance for those that are listening to the audio of this. Uh, it is a cross between a chimpanzee and a chicken. And yes, it does have a bit of an ass. You know, so we're, we're talking about its derriere because it looks like a cross between a chicken and a human. And it's really kind of not okay looking. It's, a, it's one of those creepypasta ghost monsters where, yeah, if you saw this in the night, uh, you will... You will in uh, invoke your Second Amendment rights and make liberal use of them. Um, it's a it's a good looking monster picture. Uh, it's got a humanoid head with a elongated, like shaved chicken body, 
and in oh, the picture, it's like yeah. turning its face really quickly with blood all over its mouth, and it's got that's just what I look like when someone's like, "Hey, Mike," and I'm like, "Yeah." Uh, what this thing does is SCP-3191, and there's been several different stories written on it. I won't read the original SCP. I actually saw this originally from a video. Uh, there are many SCP videos. As a matter of fact, there are three different ones just for this topic alone, and I've watched two of them. Um, they are humanoid things that breed by inbreeding, and they lay eggs in the stomachs of their victims. Um, yeah. and they, yeah, and they have a need and an urge to brutally kill uh, whatever sort of regular humanoid that they encounter. But their call that they make is not some kind of ha or anything like that. It's crying. They cry like a human. And the theory is they brutally kill other humans, just regular ones, out of jealousy and their psychological need to expand their species, as all most biological organisms can understand, is just that. It is a need to expand, but it kills, it cries, and it doesn't want to go extinct. That's it. And so in the SCP Foundation, it has been labeled as something to kill on sight. I do not believe it is labeled as a Keter class, mm -hmm. which those... Uh, let me double check. Uh, Keter class, for those that want to know. Keter class is like, hey, this is extremely dangerous, possibly world-ending event type of thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the one picture they have is like the first recorded picture of it. <clears throat> they are susceptible to bullets. Uh, it's difficult because to shoot them because they're extremely fast. Uh... They are extremely resilient. They have whole sections about this. Uh, they are extremely resilient to blood force trauma, pressure exceeding 180,000 PSI, high precision blades, and long-term acid exposure, which is pretty messed up when you think about it. You got uh, deep fried. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what really got to do. So someone asked what it tastes like. <laughs> What it tastes like from the grill. Oh, wait, my apologies. It was Dean Keter class. Really? I guess, because if you can't contain it... Okay. Yeah, Keter class being it, if you can't contain it, then uh, it can cause severe damage to the human race. Uh, It's actually a really, really long story, and there's a lot of addendums. And the fun part of this specific ghostly... uh, Not ghostly. This spooky SCP is people add on to it over the course of years... Like, it's one of those SCPs that they keep adding addendums to. So, highly advise that you actually all give this one a full read if you like a spooky monster. That is like a... <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> I just... I so, he's caked up, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure he's like... <laughs> it's like, you know, like... Ripping my stomach open, and I'm like, damn, shoddy, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You seem oddly okay with it. Even though that does not look... This creature does not look like something you want to, like, lay No, I'm much more... As, as previously established in unscripted gaming lore, uh, I'm much more of a, you know, we all ascend to the cosmic goo and transcend humanity and travel the stars kind of... 
get killed by a monster as opposed to like being eaten alive by something. Yeah, you know? that one sounds like it sucks. Yeah, no thank you, but if, hey look, you know, if it's goo time, alright, let's goo. I'm ready. <laughs> Looking at Gendo I've, and Kari, you've got one job, sir, make it happen. Goo time. I've once again pivoted the podcast into talking about my, so, pro, my pro goo politics. <laughs> Anti Shinji uh, reject humor instrumentality stance. He really did ruin it for everybody. My gosh! <laughs> he, Just so he, he could kill the lady who didn't like him that much. He doesn't even kill her. Doesn't he strangle her out the end? He can't finish it, and that's why. That's right. People, people debate what the words, her final words, are pathetic means like. Pathetic in that you can't go through with it, or pathetic that you ruined everything for your own self-worth. It could be both. It could be either. It's a good movie. Uh, End of Evangelion is one of those fine wine movies. <laughs> okay, you are next. Uh, let me see here. Oh, this is also kind of a joke one, but I thought I found it earlier and just thought it was funny, so. Oh, well, you're keeping us in suspense. Hold on, where'd it go? I should have... Did I take a picture of it? Or... Yeah, I have, like, I think nine SCP tabs, and I'm uh, picking from my bucket list of... Not bucket list, my list of... Do I want goofy? Do I feel creepy? Or do I feel like having a bit of a scare for everybody? Where did looking, it go? Yeah, while you're yeah, looking you for that, go. I could I could read one of the extremely silly ones. Yes. SCP three four three. Uh, SCP three four three is fun because it's the SCP organization, ladies and gentlemen, deals with a lot of like nonsense. And what if some of that nonsense uh, is kind of just so beyond the pale? that the organization actually can't truly contain it. Like, the word contained is kind of just a label. So, SCP, object class, safe, special containment procedures. SCP-343 resides in a 6x1 meter by 6x1 meter, 20 foot by 20 foot, room in a minimal security site, number 17. It should be brought any items it requests and visited by at least one staff member each day. Attempts to add further safety precautions or require clearances are unnecessary slash impossible due to the nature of SCP-343. <clears throat> See description below. Description below! SCP-343 is a male, seemingly raceless humanoid in appearance with apparent omnipotence. 343 was discovered while walking the streets of Prague and detained after a staff member witnessed him disappear from the streets and reappear on the rooftop. 343 is detained willingly in his chamber as contained, uh, as can true containment has proved impossible. See notes below. Notes below. Addendum. <laughs> SCP-343 is colloquially named God by the staff. <laughs> um... He looks like an older man, although his features are different to each observer. In my first talk with him, he claimed outright to be the creator of the universe. 
When I asked him to prove this, he laughed and then walked through a wall in his chamber and returned seconds later with a hamburger. (laughs) (laughs) When I returned for a second visit, uh, the previously bare cell had been furnished in a upscale Old English style complete with a roaring fireplace. It would seem to be many times bigger than its exterior. He turned it into a TARDIS, basically, is what they're describing. SCP-343 greatly enjoys speaking with people and seems to have all knowledge of all topics. Visiting SCP-343 has become a daily event for many of the staff here, and all employees report feeling generally happier with each visit. Attempts to bar staff below the level 3 clearance has been proven unsuccessful, as even the guards assigned to watch the room quit their post saying, you know, he just likes company, and they shrug when questioned. SCP-343 has thus so far been harmless, all staff have allow- are allowed access, and somehow they all have time to meet with them so far, uh, so long as they need. For now, I leave this report open without further questioning of what SCP-343 is going on. Um, <clears throat> warning, the next notes are for security level 4 or higher. In regards to the document of SCP-3431-A, There are no relevant records available or seemingly in existence or similarity of the records of Dr. Redacted. Even working with SCP-343 or Dr. Beck and both are assumed missing or presumed to be non-existent. All staff questioned about the document convey ignorance of uh, the document of SCP-343-1-A and claim not to have met Dr. Redacted. In a related matter, uh, Senior Officer Dr. Beck, who was writing the addendum number one I uh, read above, has requested a higher staff rotation to increase the morale in worse sections. This is a very odd request and the subject of further investigation. Other localized anomalies, such as better health, greater job satisfaction, lower fatalities in the section, have led to all this being requested. This subject is now closed on the orders of the O5. Uh, the O5 Council are like the highest level people in the SCP Foundation, for those who don't know. And final addendum. Data recovered on Redacted Date on the routine check of Dr. Redacted's network drive. Now this one I will read. Visitors of SCP-343 are to be questioned as to their intent and convert data lost. Questions pertaining to SCP are to be put forth to data lost on the orders of Redacted. Data lost. My orders have gone missing. This is the last straw. Dr. Beck, I think it's Beck, but data's lost. All of my reports and requests and higher-ups have gone unnoticed. I will confront SCP-343 tomorrow. Signed, Dr. Redacted. So, what starts off as a light-hearted kind of funny story becomes a... This SCP is causing people that question them a little too much to no longer exist. And for everyone to disregard their existence from their memory. And the O5 Council has been compelled to completely close the case discussing these matters further on. All The only record they have is just a written one. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I think that's a decent one. They're that's... like, oh yeah, he's just a whimsical god. Don't, um, don't fucking touch. That... Then like, <laughs> the, the... You know, for as powerful as the SAP organization is they get compromised as fuck all the time. It doesn't take much. does not take much, no. Um, well, well, they invited this... Th- they invited this being into their entire safety place, and they're like, we can contain it. 
<laughs> this is just me shaking my head for the oh, audio man. listeners. Why'd you do that? Um, I I love the whole. That's I so created funny. the universe. Prove it. Oh, hold on one sec. Comes back with some Five Guys burger. <laughs> Be right back. Hold on. Um, that's pretty good. I like the. Ooh, the t that's good. Yeah, some of them are yeah, not bad. Yeah, that's good. I can't, I can't see the uh, author of this one. Yes, not all of them. Yeah, that sucks. Have okay. them, but I always try to shout it out if I see it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here's a. I think I've got one more that I, I like. Uh, okay. As soon as I start reading this one, you'll be like, "Oh, of course." Um, this is SCP-1984. Uh, Keter class. 1984 is to be secured at Armed Containment Complex 04. Uh, an undisclosed uh, number of kilometers south-southeast of Verkhoyansk of the Sakh uh, Republic, part of the Russian Federation. Uh, I believe Mobile Task Force Omega-59 and Mobile Task Force Sigma-18 are to be permanently stationed at Complex 4. 1984 itself is to be contained in Warehouse 5E in a standard humanoid containment cell, modified to be enclosed within a Faraday cage to prevent external broadcasts from reaching the interior. The only broadcasts allowed to reach 1984 are those created by the information control team. All broadcast signals in the vicinity of Complex 4 are to be monitored. At all times, the information control team shall be staffed with no fewer than 15 members housed in dormitory 3F adjacent to Studio 1A. Among these must be at least one military historian and two personnel with extensive background in international diplomacy, one economist, two actors with stage experience, and three personnel with at least 10 years experience in the Soviet-Russian media. SCP-1984 is to receive a narrative transmitted via radio and television broadcasts depicting an ongoing state of detent, uh, detente, detent, descent, I think. Detente? Uh, detente, thank you, I'm silly. Uh, between the Soviet Union and the North Atlantic, North, Northern Atlantic Treaty Organization, uh, designated to resemble official releases from TASS, the Associated Press, the BBC, and other established Cold War era news organizations. Mm. Description. 1984 was created by the Soviet Union during the 1980s to serve as its second strike nuclear deterrence mechanism. 1984 is in fact the system referred to in Western media as dead hand. An automated nuclear response commonly believed to be triggered by the destruction of the Soviet command and control structure. However, rather than being a network of sensors and computing systems, 1984 is an autonomous, self-aware entity of varying observable existence with direct access to all Russian nuclear sites and the ability to commence the launch of ICBMs stored therein. 1984 consists of the embalmed remains of Sergeant Marat Cher uh, Chernikov, a Russian soldier killed during the Soviet-Afghan War in 1982. While Sergeant Cherkinov uh, is referenced in Project December documentation, no official Russian Federation records exist regarding him at this time. 1984 serves as the locus for SCP-1984-01. 
In its dormant in its dormant state, 1984-01 is a semi-sentient consciousness capable of receiving and processing broadcast signals. 1984-01 can apparently discern the informational content of any broadcast it receives. During times of what it perceives to be heightened global military tensions, especially those involving the Russian Federation and the former satellite states of the Soviet Union, 1984-01 will begin to manifest and become able to interact with the physical world to varying degrees. Manifestations have ranged from a barely perceptible, hazy, human-shaped outline, uh, believed to be related to an unreceptive report regarding the 2004 Russian presidential election, to a glowing, bright red apparition and the distended shape of a child missing its legs. Um, when 1984-01 manifests in this manner its secondary abilities become apparent these include the ability to directly interface with the nuclear command systems within an approximately 50 mile radius and combat capabilities focused on severe disruption of the human nervous system when at 1984 fully manifests, it can move at speeds measuring up to 140 kilometers per hour and will immediately attempt to travel to the nearest functioning land-based strategic rocket installation housing R-36M ICBMs. Uh, the nearest installation is currently redacted, 81 mm-hmm. kilometers northwest of Armed Containment Complex 4. Access its command system and launch all missiles at their pre- at their present targets. It will repeat th- repeat this process until it has launched all remaining missiles under Russian control. 1984-01 is extremely hostile to any human it perceives as interfering with it and will engage any personnel in its immediate path. Uh, 1984-01 has shown limited vulnerability to microwave radiation. However, this serves to misdirect and confuse the entity rather than directly harm it. I like that. <clears throat> and I've just got one one last recovery log here to kind of... There's, there's a couple other like um, notes here, but I think this log is good. In 1984, Dr. Sergei redacted... Uh, the Soviet Union's official liaison with the foundation contacted the O5, who we just talked about, uh, mm-hmm. overseer of Eurasian, the a specific member of the O5 Council, uh, who was a overseer of Eurasian affairs at that time, to discuss what was characterized as a matter of grave importance to the continued survival of the human race. At a secret conference in Sarajevo, coinciding with the 1984 Winter Olympics to provide for the cover of a presence of high-ranking state officials. Soviet and United States officials briefed Overwatch Command on the true nature of Dead Hand, then assumed by the Foundation to be a traditional nuclear deterrent system. And the existence of SCP-1984. In the wake of information obtained by Soviet officials after the suicide of Dr. Uh, Anatoly uh, Lavretnev and subsequent destruction of his research facility, 1984 was revealed to be built increasingly beyond the control of the Soviet government and designed outside of original specifications. Rather than serving as an assured second strike nuclear response in the event of the complete destruction of the Soviet leadership, 1984-01 was actively attempting to initiate a nuclear first strike at targets in the United States, France, West Germany, Redacted, and the People's Republic of China. At the request of a joint U.S.-Soviet delegation, the Foundation agreed to assume control of 1984 
and immediately commenced containment procedures. Doctor redacted. A surviving senior researcher with Project December and codenamed Ezra by the Foundation was appointed as director of Armed Containment Complex 04. So I just think that is really cool. Like a, what is a fun way to think about like, you know. What the, the actual dead hand What that would be is. as like a, oh crap, we, something happened and now we have an entity that's trying to spark nuclear war. Uh, yeah, it's basically like a, a, a ghost that yeah. the Soviet Union created. Like, hey, in the event Russian leadership doesn't check in with you, uh, kill everybody and everything. Yeah, it's very like Cold War Wolfenstein. Yeah. Which is very cool. I, I've seen this one before. I watched a video on it with the uh, with an animation of what the ghost would do. It's basically like it just flies to every nuclear installation and hits like the equivalent of like a button at each station. And uh, Russia has a lot, of, a lot of nukes, so it's just constantly flying. And I love this one that Ronald Reagan is made aware of what the ghost is. And I, that th what? Yeah, just imagine the old Gipper saying, oh, no, the Reds <laughs> <Gipper>. did what? <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's a good one. I like 19... And I love the the SCP designation they went with uh, 1984 specifically. Very Cold War era type of uh, time frame. Obviously, the George Orwell 1984 book reference is just right there, and you have to use it. And, and yeah, the ghost has to be, like, just like in 1984... The ghost is constantly receiving radio communications saying, Yep, there's a Cold War still going on. Yep, there sure is. Look at that Cold War. Because if the ghost doesn't hear the Cold War, it assumes first strike. Which, that's insane <laughs> to me. Yeah. In the event Russia loses the Cold War, kill everybody. <laughs> that's right. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. That's actually good enough. I want to end it there because the other one I had was really goofy. It was about a coffee machine, and the other spooky one I have is about a really effed up looking deer. But that one is so intense that it would take like fifteen or more mm. minutes to go. It takes ten minutes just to talk about the containment procedures of the effed oh, up deer. Okay, you should send that one to me. That sounds interesting. I'll read it. Yeah, I, I will send. I will send you spooky deer uh, SCP. It's actually a pretty popular one in the community as well. Uh, for for those that want the the number, SCP twenty eight forty five. Uh, just wet your whistle a little bit. Uh, it's a long one. It's a beefy one, and it's got some really awful, terrible containment procedures. In that the organization only barely contains it, but it involves a lot of human sacrifice daily. Nice. To keep oh. It uh oh. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh. I like I like the shift in my stress. Eh? Oh. oh. <laughs> that's not good. Okay, yeah, we that that's some good SC that's some good ghost stories we can go ahead and end on. Which means uh Mike, you have to do the plugs. Oh, do you mind if I do that quick plug? The most obvious plug I'll probably do. Uh not at all good, sir. Hello everybody! I wrote a book! You should read it. It is called Conscripted and Armored, The Toll of War on Those Forced to Fight. It's on Amazon Kindle right now uh, for a couple bucks. Or if you have un Amazon Unlimited, you can get it for free and you can read it there. It, it, I really actually don't care if you get it for free. It's perfectly fine. 
Uh, that's it. That's my plug. Go read the book if you desire. Hey, thanks but- for listening. Uh, if you are hearing this, uh, we'd love a review. Leave oh, us yes, a good please. rating. If you're going to leave us a bad rating, don't review us. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> how about, how about if, that? Anything less than a four out of five. Uh, you can bother. follow us. Uh, we're unscript underscore gaming uh, on Twitter. I'm pretty sure we're just unscripted gaming on Facebook. That's um, true. Again, thanks so much for your time. Have a happy, happy, ha- have a happy Halloween, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your spooky October season. My name is Mike. Uh, my name is Ray. And uh, we'll SCPU next time. Oh, oh that was awful. Ha 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 ha!